What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boys of the Banged Up Bets, episode 14. I'm the guy that talks at you first, Cam Shrub. With me, as always, is the guy that can't get out of a bathtub as soon as he hits 30, Johnny Morgan. And the guy that wears long johns in 60-degree weather, Adam Sizemore. What's going on, boys? Are hard to get out of. Yo, 60-degree weather, I'm a bitch boy. I hate the cold. I love it. I love this, I love this cold weather. Sweatpants. You wear legs. a sweatshirt in the fucking summer. But I have shorts on. Uh, you I tell you, I adapt. If my legs get hot, I'm in trouble. You know what? I just want to hear you freaking just scream. So what's banging you up, Johnny? <laughs> I am so fucking pissed off right now, and it's it's not good. On the drive over here to record tonight, the New York Jets, again, have they've done it. They've done it again. They have decided that, you know, just flat out releasing Le'Veon Bell for no picks, no players, just releasing him was an acceptable move to the fan base of the New York Jets. I promise you, I'm watching not a single down the rest of the season of this team. And do you know what management said? Do you know what they actually said? <laughs> what they say. Was the why they did what they did. And they thought this was okay. They said, we did this to prove a point that not one player is bigger than the team. Every player is bigger than the New York Jets. <laughs> this team is a fucking shitstorm. I'm so pissed off with how this team is run. Adam Gase should never work again in his life. He shouldn't work at McDonald's. He shouldn't work at a fucking... He shouldn't sell newspapers on the side of the street. I'm so fucking done with him. I'm calling for Douglas's head. Get him out of there. This team sucks so fucking bad. Sam Darnold, just request a trade. Don't waste your career here. Go on to some place and do some other good shit. Get the fuck off this team, though. Everyone needs to get the fuck off this team, and they should just go to the XFL. Take one of those teams in. The last team from New York to win a game in MetLife Stadium was the New York Guardians. The <laughs> XFL was not a league until Dwayne The Rock Johnson purchased them. <laughs> Again, I am done. Fuck it. You go. I'm over it. Well, it's 943, October 13th, 2020, 2020, and Adam Gase is still the head coach. He, he still has a fucking job. Yeah. There's people that were unemployed during that's, COVID. That's crazy. There's people that were unemployed, but somehow he kept a job. How the fuck is that allowed? Go. Yeah, how does yeah, how does he get the it feels like he just gets so much support from like the ownership. Like he's been terrible everywhere he's gone. I don't get it. He must he must just blackmail everyone. It's got to be it. And it's all Peyton Manning's fault because Peyton Manning did really well when he was on the coaching staff in, what was it, Denver. And <laughs> let's be honest, he didn't do anything for that team. The head coach didn't do shit for the team in Denver. Peyton Manning ran the team. He ran the offense. They were like, here, uh, hey, Peyton, run this play. Peyton was like, yeah, Oma, Oma, suck my dick. This is the play. So Adam Gase, why do you have a job? Why are you employed by the NFL? Why are you employed by the New York Jets? I'm, I'm sorry. I have to stop. So on a real note, where is Le'Veon Bell going to land? The Patriots or the Steelers. He's going back home to the Steelers. I don't think he's going to land he's doing the Steelers. You, you told me this at the beginning of the season. And if it happens, I'm going to be really fucking hyped <laughs> up that I call It'll him. be pretty funny, but I just don't see the Steelers organization letting someone, what, what Le'Veon Bell did to the organization, come back even for dirt cheap money. I can easily see him going to the Patriots. So Cam Newton has like a little Chris McCaffrey action with him. Little dump offs in the backfield. Le'Veon Bell probably will finish the season with 90 catches. But Patriots don't care. They'll, they'll throw any amount of little money at a player. If he's got potential. I mean, look what they did to Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, this is, 
This is a, a Travis. This is a bad day. I could definitely see him landing at the Patriots. Cam, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good call. Actually, I'm trying to think of like something else that like I don't know. I keep thinking like yeah, maybe like the the Bengals or something. Like Mixon keeps getting hurt. They don't really have anything they could bring him in. Um, they obviously got a ton of salary cap over there too, and I'd like they'd have to pay him a lot, but. I don't know. Just trying to go through the teams that may or may not go for him, but yeah, Patriots. I could definitely see him winding up there for what's, sure. What's Fournette? What's Fournette situation? Uh, still doesn't play football. I, I don't know. You got a Buccaneers? Maybe. Who knows? I, I don't know how the Buccaneers can have any, have any money left. Yeah, he's there. That'd be that'd be a, a, a yeah. interesting spot for him. I, I get. I could just see him going to a team just for a year, just to whatever team's doing hot right now. Just to, to, to try to ride it out. Yeah, Tampa Bay obviously has a bunch of running backs, but none of them are doing right. anything. They do not have a balance. They do not have a balanced offense right now at all. So Fournette, Fournette looked actually decent, and then he went down. We can't yeah. stay healthy, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. So Whatever. It'll be interesting. I love the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. No, I'm not watching another fucking snap. <laughs> oh, man. Size, what's banging you up? Oh, what a fucking weekend, boys. We celebrated the kids. Yeah. 30th birthday. He's in shambles, not only because of the Jets, but because of what his birthday party did to him. Yeah, it was all bad. It was a great day. <laughs> One in the record books. Yeah. Until we got onto said party bus that was Ohio State themed. Yeah. And, uh, 30 years crept on him a little quicker than he thought, and he fell asleep on the party bus about an hour in. Yep. I woke back up, and I battled back. I battled back. What a bang-up, though. You get you go to a party bus. You get a party going. Your wife puts it all together, and then you then you literally just have a portable, a mobile bed for two hours on the party I was bus. I half hour. It's fine. <laughs> you were not no, asleep. You were not. You were not asleep for half an hour. John, I, John, I was there, and I wasn't asleep. You were not asleep Went for a half hour. Hard before, you know. Maybe I shouldn't have had the two double tall boys of White Claw mangoes <laughs> and the Jello shots and the Crown Royal peach. Shouldn't have done all that, but it was just too much fun. I was having too much fun. So ultimately, what's banging me up? Your bitch boy attitude yeah. and can't hang in with the boys. Didn't do it. I went too hard. Golf simulator. Just too many fun things going on. I just don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm falling apart. Everything's falling apart around me. At least you came back, John. Right. You came back. You drank till like 1 a.m. You, I don't know. May, I maybe had the funniest Snapchat story of all time <laughs> with you. It was really good. Um, I just, I don't even, like, I don't even know what you were doing, John. I was literally just talking about the new gym I was at and I was just like, man, there's some really good looking girls and you just took off and just started pacing around the apartment <laughs> and you somehow ended up in your bathtub and you could not get up out of that thing, man. You were stuck. Yeah, I, and you I were think stuck I fell in it and then I stayed there. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. And then you said I couldn't get out and then I used I, my face to get off the floor <laughs> and that hurt a lot. <laughs> it was a, it was an interesting strategy to yeah. say the least, but you know what? A lot of people got a, got a lot of good laughs at that. On if somebody was up really late on Saturday or really early Sunday, you know what? You got a good story oh, yeah. out of that. Oh, the, so. the the funniest thing! I woke up in the morning. Obviously, I was in no condition to look at it the, that night. I proceed downstairs. The Parkers were here. We're chatting about the night, and Christina goes, "Have you checked your Snapchat lately?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And she's like, 
<laughs> you you might want to go get your phone. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I wonder what happened. <laughs> there was a bunch run, of good run upstairs. Oh yeah, there's a ton of from photos. multiple people. And I start watching. I'm dying. And then I get to a Dennis Parker Snapchat. And it was late at night in my bathroom, no shirt on. And it's a picture of him and a caption that, that read, my lower body fucked a baby. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> oh, Uncle Donnie. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's because of his, uh, that's because Johnny's Snapchat about his cats yeah. forever. Yeah, he talked about his cats for 45 minutes. Oh, I was dying. Yeah. Oh, so, such good Snapchat. It's, yeah. it, it amazes me, John, to this day that arson can get in your head for rent free yeah, so yeah. easily to this day. Like you, you've known him, you've known him for so long now, like how, how many years, 12 years, 11 years. Time. And he just gets in your head so fast, rent free. <laughs> just talking about your, just talking about your frail ass calves, John. That's it. That's all it takes. Now. Or the baby, baby Patriots. <laughs> He he literally lives in my head, <laughs> and he gets to he gets to me every single time, and he does it so effortlessly. It's, it's so aggravating. <laughs> I have to just walk away from him, but I can't because he eggs me on all the time. No, you can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. And luckily, I was there as well. After you got out of the bathtub, I was there to get it all on Snapchat again. So, wow, I was just churning out gold on Saturday night with Snapchat. So, oh, so good. Everybody's welcome for that if they're friends with me. Cam, what's got you banged up? <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what got me banged up. So I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the weekend here, and I had a couple. I had a couple different things, but I'm gonna stick with this one because I realized how much I enjoy it, and and how much I dislike very cookie cutter toasts. So like we're going around the table, and you know everybody's like, yeah, you know what, I really appreciate it. You, you know, it's okay, but no one really. Toasting is a lost art form, and I've realized, and it's kind of banging me up, guys. No one really, nobody really knows how to put together a good toast anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, we had one other buddy that was in in prime <laughs> form on Saturday, and it was it was my it's my favorite thing that's happened in weeks. And you know, we had we had a couple of toasts that go off, and it's just like you know, you know, cheers to my friends that are here, all that stuff, which are good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, not great toast, not you know, not really inspiring, but. I'll tell you what, our buddy Zachary Zombie Danko had one for the record books, and it just got me going. And you know what he toasted to, guys? <laughs> he toasted to all his neighborhood neighbors that keep their gra- grass cut under two inches. <laughs> and I, and you know what? I, I felt that in my bones, man. I just really did. I just, I, I loved it so much. I still, I'm still laughing. How many days later is this? Three days later, I laugh about every time I think about it. Just everybody's just kind of like emotionally giving some toast about, you know, how everybody coming up and hanging out and stuff like that. And he just, he looks us dead in the face, thinks about it for a couple seconds and goes, you know what? I'm going to give a toast to all my neighbors that keep their grass cut under two inches. Cheers. <laughs> and we lost it. It was, it was the best toast I've ever heard in my life. And I, and that's hands down. I mean, <laughs> just that's it. Toast. So, Oh my yeah. God. The zombie. There it is. The zombie. Uh, what a what a day though Saturday, yeah. yeah. We get to celebrate his thirtieth birthday in a couple weeks here in Vegas. Oh boy, oh boy, that could be a banged up episode in Vegas. Look out! Ooh. Oh boy, kind of like that idea. Got a portable uh, <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Might have to bring it out with us. Oh boy, <laughs> we'll make it happen, Captain. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into some sports news. What do you guys think? Sure, I'm down. You guys ready? I'm you guys ready. ready for it. Let's go. Tell it to me. I think we got to start with. 
the new NBA champions, the Los Angeles Lakers, right? And the GOAT? The GOAT, John? No, he's not. Are you ready to crown him? Nope. No, still not, not ready? Sizemore, what do you think? Go, 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 go. Nope. Not even a little bit. I, I, I don't even – what does that even mean, not even a little bit? Nope, he likes to lose. He likes to lose in finals. Okay. He still has four championships, six been there ten times. Yeah, he lost six times. Oh, great. Yeah, maybe if he gets to 500. Maybe. No, he's the GOAT, man. Yeah, Stop. all right. And, and his little tirade after, you know, I, I want my damn respect. Shut up. Like, he, he, yeah, needs, he, he needs to stew food, bro. He's talking specifically to you. He's like, Good, good. He's like, here, Johnny. Well, now I, I, I don't have – I lost more respect for him. I had a little bit. No, no, no. He said that, you're done. Shut up. He, get out of here. He, you had – get, get out of here. GTFO, bro. Shut up. Another, another finals MVP, John. Yeah. Another yeah, one. Al- he, he almost has what the, what the GOAT has. Yeah. I can't even. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he's better than Jordan, but I will. I will tell you since I'm a. I'm a stat nerd. I dug into some stats for you, John. You ready, ready for some of this? The stats completely back up Jordan as being the greatest, especially in the finals. Um, but he only got to the finals six times, won all of them. But the uh, the stats show that LeBron James has done more for his teams in the finals than Jordan did. Mm. That's what they're showing. They're talking about. They finally were able to. The biggest, the biggest debate with all this is, you know, Jordan had Scottie Pippen and his teammates and things like that. They actually. So what they did is they compared Jordan's six to to LeBron's best six, and LeBron and and Jordan is actually still a little bit better than him, which kind of closed the debate. But they said that that LeBron obviously had way worse teams than Jordan, and those three or four that did he though he lost as well. Yeah, in three, and I mean, you gotta admit that 2014 Heat team, the Cavs team, two, two of the Cavs teams. I mean, those are those are pretty bad teams. I mean, Kyrie, especially when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love got hurt, and he was playing, he was playing Steph Curry and Clay Thompson by himself. No, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna take away that what he did. Well, I mean, the the Cavs team that he took to the finals was the the first time when he went to the finals was one of the worst teams to ever go to the finals that I've ever seen. It was kind of like that Kobe team where I'm pretty sure Smush Parker was the second best on the team. <laughs> and yeah, like he's performed in the games that he's played before he's lost for sure. But like this man has hopped from team to team. This guy has now played with Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis. He builds teams as he team hops. It's, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And you're not going to sway me on it. He's not the goat yet. No, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I'm trying to sway you. I'm just saying, like, there's. There, it's pretty clear that Jordan was the greatest, especially in the finals. Like, I mean, the, the, there's nobody that even. I'm looking at these stats right now. Like, there, it's like they they did like a stat percentage of like players in individual games that contributed to their team winning, and it's like Jordan was literally at over. He was at over 86 percent in five out of the six championships he won. Conversely, LeBron was at 88 and 90 percent. And that was it. And then the next closest is like 83%. So obviously Jordan in five out of six of the championships was like the best player that's ever played the game. And it's not even close. Yeah, I mean, so. realistically, if the Lakers, which I don't see how they wouldn't, they're probably going to still be able to resign Anthony Davis. Like realistically, they're probably still going to win. They could realistically probably win four more. They, uh, they really could. Yeah. I mean, the Golden State's going to have, you know, if everyone could stay healthy, but oh, Golden State also has a lot of draft picks too. I know that's what I mean. Yeah. They're they're gonna come back one with if if everyone gets healthy and stays healthy, they'll come back with that plus all their new 
potential and, and rookies that they'll have. Well, the West is still going to be absolutely loaded. Yeah. Because definitely. the Clippers, I mean, now that Clippers Doc unique, Rivers yeah. is out, but if, you know, playoff P, if he actually becomes playoff P and, and play good basketball in the playoffs, the Clippers, the you got Warriors, the like that, that's just good teams. Yeah. West, yeah, yeah, West for sure. The East ain't so, doing shit. I can tell you that much. Uh, maybe this, maybe this Heat team though. This Heat team, they played good, and they're young, yeah, and they're young as fuck. Celtics, Celtics need to add one piece, and then I think they'll be up there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that that's got a, that that good core around there is is pretty is pretty legit. Got it. It would be interesting if like Giannis went to the Heat in his uh, contract. So his, when he's up for his contract, the last thing about the NBA. Jimmy Butler still has his knee. He does, and he played very well. So Jimmy I, Butler got his. He yeah, well, he, he, he got well. his. Yeah, those two games that they won. Jimmy wow. Butler, I'll be looking for your knee next year. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for that knee. All right, we got. I mean, we got to go off on a tangent on this COVID, right? I mean, this is just this is out of control again. NFL, college football. Cristiano Ronaldo just got it. I think he, they just said he got it today or yesterday or yeah. something. And then as well as Dustin yeah. Johnson in golf. So all over the place, boys. Wheels are off the caboose with the COVID caboose. Dude, it's like it's like it, it dormants. It's like, oh, we haven't heard any new spikes in a while. Mm-hmm. And then it just like fucking just slaps you in the face with a big old dick. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Well, it looked like the, the, the report came out today that the NFL <laughs> for – I I mean that's the best possible way to do it is that they're going to do a bubble for the playoffs. It looks like. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, they're yeah, also. You think <laughs> they're also now changing the rules that they're testing game day now. Yeah. Um, which previously I didn't understand this. Previously, they weren't testing game day because they couldn't get the test results back in time. But now they're sending more people to get the test results the same day, and it's like, why weren't you just doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we knew it was going to happen, but like now it's like really happening. It's messing up all these schedules. Like tonight, it, it's a Tuesday night, and NFL was on, so I guess that's eh, kind of cool. At the same time, just have maybe NFL every day of the week. I wouldn't <laughs> be pissed off about it. I mean, it would be really hard to manage a fantasy team, but it'd it'd be really fun to do. The only shitty part is there's no Thursday night football now. There isn't a, a Thursday no. night game. This they week? had to move it because it's. Uh, oh, that's depressing. It's what was it Casey and. Uh, Bills. The Bills. Yeah, and Bills are playing yeah. tonight and then getting their doors blown off. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting smoked. Thanks a lot. Josh Allen cost me a win this week. Yeah. Good, thing <laughs> Good thing I sat him in both leagues. I was <laughs> super nervous about this whole COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. It's yeah, wild. I really don't have another option. It's wild with this COVID shit, though. Like, and Ronaldo, like, obviously everyone wanted to see Ronaldo versus Messi. Yeah. Um, Champions League, but not happening now. <laughs> Ain't not happening. <laughs> But no, I mean, the other thing, the other crazy thing, so all amongst all this, you have college football, Baylor shutting down. They had like 42 cases, no Missouri Vandy in the SEC. Uh, FAU had a bunch of cases. Florida now has like five cases today. Plus, they want to jam-pack their stadium full of 90,000 people, and it's just fucking going ramped it. What the hell is – what are people thinking? Like – do people just think that this is a joke and just be, uh, yeah ninety thousand? No one will get COVID that way. Yeah, like this is this will work. Like no, it won't. <laughs> like it just won't work. So like clean it the fuck up, boys. Fuck. Yeah, who knows, man? 
could be sports could be in trouble again. That'd be that'd be just the worst if we had to start all this all yeah. over again. I mean, just if baseball got past it, I'm hoping NFL can get past it. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, I think what the NFL would do, and this is, I mean, this is pure hypothetical, but I think what they would do is they would take like a a week to two week period, bubble everyone, or bubble the top teams, and you know, kind of do it that way. Yeah. But they, there's no way that they would end the season like permanently. Yeah, I, I don't think they would. It's too big of I mean, it's too big of a deal. We're already in five weeks in. Yeah. We're going into game week six. They're pot committed to this season. Yep. So luckily, I luckily yep. I don't think it's gonna deter us. It might postpone it for a couple of weeks, but that's about it. Yeah. College football is a different story. Fuck. Yeah, they could they could just start shutting shit down, and yeah, we need we need it to go at least two more weeks so I get one Ohio State football <laughs> just game. One game, <laughs> just give me one. Just one game. I need one. <laughs> All right, let's get the MLB. Braves, Braves, Last Braves, Braves, right? Braves, Braves. They are cooking, baby. Braves are cooking. They really are. I mean, they're up eight three right now in game two. This pitching, they, this pitching okay. is very good, and. Their offense tonight is very good, but also Kershaw did get scratched. Yeah, I mean, that definitely played a role, but I, I still think that this Braves team, they've been, they'd be hitting. Um, they pulled the pitchers early in the game. I think uh, they pulled them out after five. So, Smart. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and then, then basically playing, playing uh, Long pitchers. Bullpen one, <laughs> yeah, one inning uh, period. So, no, I, they're, they're cooking. Bats are heating up, and stay hot. Stay hot, boys. Yeah, and Tampa Bay is just rolling through Houston right now. Oh, easy. Houston's up 1-0 right now. Tampa Bay's up 2-0 in the series. Yeah. Fourth inning. Yeah, well, big, this is big if Houston can can steal a win here, make this a series well, again. Glasnow's on the mound tomorrow, so if there's a game they need to win, it's tonight. Yeah, just a, a quick uh, go over the recaps. Um, Johnny, uh, he brought himself all the way back up to 500 and then proceeded to go 0 and 3 last week yep, to drop, that. drop out of 500. So he's yeah. 23 and 26. It was short lived. Oh yeah. It felt good while I was there, but you know what? <laughs> We're right back on the bu- right back on the bus this week, baby. <laughs> Should have picked Cam's bets. He went three and one overall record 39 and 17. I went one and three. I did break even. I had all my parlays. Mm-hmm. Um, my one parlay hit, and uh, it basically covered my losses. But I'm super bummed because I lost all three of those parlays um, just He's, barely. Yeah, you lost one game on the the Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers Padres that I lost last week. They gave up two inning two runs in the top of the ninth to lose my uh, one and a half coverage on the run line. Yeah, that hurts. Oh, I was pissed. And I literally said it on the podcast. I was like, you know, they're going to – the, the uh, Dodgers are going to jump out. The Padres aren't going to be able to do much. They're going to come back, score a couple late, and they're going <laughs> to cover the over. Yeah, they covered a little bit too much. Yeah, just a tad bit. Fuckers. <laughs> but I am taking the games. I'm swinging back for the fences again. I'm swinging at the parlays. I'm taking both games tomorrow. Atlanta – Money line. They're gonna they're gonna win tonight. They're gonna win tomorrow. Take a three zero lead, and it's gonna be over eight. You have Kyle Wright on the mound for Atlanta, and uh, Julio 
how do you say his name? Urias, uh, the southpaw on the mound for uh, the Dodgers. Uh, I'm going to take Atlanta money line over eight. You're going the over in the Atlanta yes, game? I'm taking it. I'm going. Dude, the bats are heating up, man. I'm going the over as well. I'm not taking the, any line. I'm just going with the over. And in that eight, we, the yeah. line's not out yet just because the game is on right now. So it's estimated at eight. It was seven and a half today, and I think it was eight for game one. So it's probably about eight, nine. Yeah. I don't know, boys. I'm I'm not really feeling much of these bets for this week at all. I was gonna hold off, but I'm I gotta get, I gotta get back to five hundred again. I can't <laughs> figure I can't figure out what's going on here with the Dodgers Braves series, and I don't know. I'm feeling pretty comfortable though with the under for tomorrow's game. Rays Astros. I am also feeling the under on that as well. I I, I think that might be my bet. Jim. Yeah, I thought so. That I think it's gonna be around eight as well. Uh, I like the under on it. Glasnow on the mound. Uh, I don't know who's pitching for Houston. Do you know who's pitching? Yeah, Granky. Okay, yeah. So Granky Glasnow. I, it's probably like a three-one, three-two game. I could see something like that. So I'm gonna roll with the under on that. I'm gonna swing this into a parlay. I'm gonna take the under and I'm gonna take Tampa Bay money line. Whoa. I'm taking the back-to-back parlays. Get me the money. I just need one of these to hit for for, <laughs> for the payroll this week. Gotta uh, hit it. It would have been nice just to hit. I, if I would have gone 50 50 last week, I would have made some. The cards, cards weren't fallen. All right. You got game three and game four. Game four for Tampa Houston on tomorrow, Wednesday. Game three for the Braves Dodgers. What's up, everyone? We have recently partnered with the first social network for sports fans and betters, Vigit. It allows fans to compete head-to-head with their friends while providing insider information with access to odds, scores, and statistics all in one central location. This is a 100% free sportsbook platform with total access to -to up-to-date line movements and even shows where the public money is at. So sign up today using the code BANGEDUP to claim your 1,000 free coins to start picking some winners with the boys of the Banged Up Bets. Download the Vigit app today. And we've already talked about the NFL like twice already, but let's let's get into the picks this week. Well, size, give us the recaps last week because I don't. Th- no, I did okay in NFL. It was, it was college that I didn't do well. So yeah, yeah we'll we'll roll through recaps for this one. We might skip the college one. <laughs> Johnny went a stellar two and four overall record, twelve and ten. Size went five and three. Damn Saints last night had a good record going, nineteen and thirteen. And Cam went three and three. Mediocre across the board, eleven and nine. Yeah, the the can pretty much the on fire teaser finally lost. The damn Chiefs, the damn Chiefs looked horrible against awful. the Raiders. They they blew that one for me big time. I mean, I I, I kind of said it, but like you don't know what you're going to get from that Raiders team, and that's why I, I didn't expect them. I don't in, like to touch that. Do you know that was Derek Carr's first win against the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, you're right. One and six versus the Chiefs now. And they were playing at Arrowhead. I, and they kind of blew the Chiefs out. Yeah, they they kind of did. And that's what made like losing, especially losing on a teaser with that. Oh my god, it just hurt my hurt my feelings. I didn't like it. Yeah, hurt my soul. Hurt my soul. Yeah, the parlay didn't. uh, There was a lot of weird games this week. It was at Seattle and Seattle just fell apart for me as well. Uh, see, that was a strange game with Seattle, uh, but it was exciting. Good Sunday night game. Um, other than that, really good Sunday night game. I think we all took Seattle, so it kind of hurt us. But 
hurt us on the bankroll, but yeah. it was a good game. Especially because Seattle was the one game I lost in the parlay. Mm. I was like, I thought that was like the biggest lock of my parlay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into the games this week. What do we guys got? What do we got, boys? Let's start with the Cincinnati Indianapolis game. I didn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. I touched it with an eight foot pole. And okay. it, <laughs> Cincinnati's plus eight. So, oh, see what you did there. Uh, Indianapolis, they're three and two. Um, they've they've struggled with the. They've had a couple losses. Jacksonville, Cleveland. It's a very confusing team. Like close against Chicago. Um, so I'm looking at the Cincinnati team. Cincinnati's kept it close uh, a couple weeks uh, against the Chargers, Cleveland. They drew against Philly, kind of mysterious Philly team, and then they beat Jacksonville. So. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus eight. I'm going to take Joe Burrows. I like the numbers here. He I don't know if this week he did look rough. Uh, was that, the Ravens defense was the, just on the, some shit. The Baltimore defense finally like stepped up. I think somebody somebody said that. Yeah, pretty sure you did. You took the game and you won some money. Good. Proud, just, I'm proud of you. You just <laughs> went 50-50, so you didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win really anything. Um, but no, I'm going to take Cincinnati this week. I think. I think uh, Joe Burrows can at least keep it close. Um, and I'm shitting my pants right now. Two-run homer, Dodgers, it's 8-6. Oh, boy. I don't like this. Bottom of the ninth. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh shit, oh, Dick. Um, anyways. Well, let me – let me well let me zone let me just give you one one thing on why I think Indianapolis does well in some games and when they don't. And it's all about pressure on Phillip Rivers and their establishment of the run game. So – I don't think Cincinnati has the ability to rush Phillip Rivers, and I think he does better against the Bengals, and I think the Bengals get it done. But seven and a half, or would you, what is it, were you locked in at eight? Yeah, that's a lot of points. So you're right. I mean, they have kept it close. I'm, but, not, yeah, uh, I'm not going for the win. I'm more. not I'll I'll ballsy and, and yeah, go money line here. But. Did you see A.J. Green, the, the what they called him saying on the side? Of, no. Indy's got, Indy's got a pretty solid yeah. defense. <laughs> they caught A.J. Green last, at, at the Ravens game. Uh, they caught him saying, just trade me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I would. <laughs> I don't know what you'll really get for him now, especially because he keeps slapping balls out of the air. But, <laughs> I mean. They might as well trade him, try to get some something for him. They don't really throw to him much anymore. No, I mean they don't need him. Give me yeah. T. Higgins. Yeah, he's very good. The next game I got on the docket, I got the Falcons versus the Vikings. It's another game that two teams that that oh, thank you. Wow, Fuck those Atlanta. two teams are. Yeah, I mean Atlanta's are just in a downward spiral. Dan Quinn got fired. Just everything. And they going fired wrong. the GM too. Um, but this Minnesota game. Minnesota team, they've averaged 30-plus points over the last four out of five games. They can score some points. Um, great game against Seattle. Uh, I like Minnesota minus three and a half, so give me the Vikings. I think I think Zimmer's coaching for, uh, coaching for his job this week. I All think right. if he loses this week, I think he might be one of the next people gone. So take the other side. No, I'm not touching that game. I don't even want to watch that game. Yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> the game stinks. Cam, you got the Denver Patriots game? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll tell you what I'm thinking here. Right. I'm thinking I'm thinking that the over-unders at 48 and a half guys, and I'm looking at these two teams, and I'm thinking that we're gonna see the under. I don't think Denver is gonna be able to score 
I don't know. I'm seeing, I'm thinking they're going to put up like maybe two touchdowns, and I'm thinking that New England's like mid to high twenties. So I'm thinking this at like high thirties, low forties for this for the score, and that's what I'm going to go with here. I'm going with the under forty. Are they still starting ripping at quarterback? I have, I have no. Idea. I don't know. Like I mean, they signed Blake Bortles. I mean, I'm sure Blake Bortles is better than ripping. I I don't. I mean, I, you'd think so. Who knows? Yeah, that. I, I would think the under is going to come through, but it's like the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots haven't played weeks. They're just like they're literally foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Like, and then need, is I Cam need, Newton back? I need to score. Like, yeah, Cam Newton's back. All right, he, yeah, he doesn't have the nineteen anymore. No, right, the vid, so. the vid gun. He's going to be hungry for a win. So I mean, I yeah. think, I think, I personally think New England takes double digits, takes a double digit victory here. Um, I was looking for a line. You you had mentioned that it was nine. I'm I'm gonna add it to my card. I'm adding it to my card. I think New England wins by double digits. I'm taking New England. Yeah, I, I could definitely see them winning by double digits. Uh, the the over under, I would think it's still gonna be under, just because I don't think Denver can score, especially with Belichick having all this time to just prepare for the Denver Broncos. He got probably took a half hour before bed and was like, oh yeah, I know everything about this team. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't take it though. The next game on the docket, Washington versus the Giants. Uh, these are two awful teams. I stayed the straight the fuck away from it. See, I, putrid game. That putrid. game, no. But Cam, tell me, tell me what you're thinking here. Thinking that the over under is really small here, and I, it's at 43, and I think it's going over. Why do you think that? Uh, New York put up a bunch against the Cowboys last week week and you know washington they've been able to put up some points here and there i don't know the the giants yeah i mean they put the the giants put up 34 against the cowboys last week washington i don't know we'll see they're i mean they're allowing they're both allowing 28 points per game yeah yeah so i don't know who knows man i don't it's just a it's just a low over under and i'm gonna roll with the over fair enough yeah i i don't know uh, that that's a weird game. It was nice seeing Alex Smith come back in, though. Uh, I don't really care. Yeah, I want to see Dwayne Haskins. Himself. I'm super pissed off about that entire entire situation. So fuck Alex Smith. Fuck that awful organization. Get Dwayne Haskins straight the fuck out of that team. Yeah, they're definitely going to trade him. So good, <laughs> get him out of there. Anyways, the yeah. next game we actually all took this one, the Baltimore Philly game. Baltimore hasn't looked the greatest, but they. They're starting to pick up the pieces, um, but I looked at the spread at seven and a half for Baltimore. They are seven and a half, clearly better team than Philly. So give me Baltimore minus seven and a half. Yeah, I have I have them in my parlay actually. Uh, Philly again. I still think that team is a total mess. I think Carson Wentz is just not great at this point. Uh, I don't know what that team is. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but Baltimore had a nice little bounce back net last week. They, they they had a they just needed to route route on the, a team real quick just to probably right the ship again. I think Lamar Jackson has a huge game this week. Uh, he hasn't had pretty much a game yet that looked like he did last year, which was kind of expected. I mean, nobody's going to have that kind of season again. Uh, but I think he has a huge game this week. Uh, Baltimore by seven and a half. I mean, he's really just taking care of the football guys. You know, you know what I mean? Like he. 
like last year he kind of needed to to put up some points a little bit more and this this year the defense is i mean they're doing great so he just really just can't turn the ball over and the, let his defense do his thing. I mean, it's one of the best defenses in the league. They're only allowing, allowing 15 points per game. Philly's got a stack of injuries. Carson Wentz is playing like shit. Turns up, he throw nine interceptions already. So, yeah, I, I like this size. I like I like Baltimore, seven and a half. Motherfuckers. It's 8-7. Just hit a fucking triple RBI <laughs> to make it 8-7. Fucking still two outs, bottom of the ninth, guy in third. This fucking sucks. We're, we're going to blow this. We're just going to blow the shit out of this. Fuck. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, the next game on the docket, it's 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 a rivalry. It's in the podcast. It's the Bloods. It's Browns versus Steelers. Oh, yeah. We have Steelers are favored minus three and a half. It's in Pittsburgh. Um, I didn't like the spread. I... This Cleveland team actually just scares me, so I'm actually kind of worried for once in my life for this weekend. Um, but the over-under is 50.5. Love that. I really like that. Both these teams can score. Um, I think I think it'll be a good a good shootout, so I'm going to take the over 50.5. I'm also taking that pretty much for the exact same analysis. The Browns' offense is definitely clicking. They can score some points. The Steelers' defense is overall a good defense, but they do give up points. Um, it's a very confusing defense. I've talked about it a few times. But, yeah, over 50 and a half, I think it should hit relatively easy. That's a fucking W, boys. Let's go, Braves. I'm not going to parlay it because I learned my lesson last week. <laughs> so the over is a good call here, boys. I'm with you. And I'm going with Pittsburgh at minus three and a half oh. here. I think it's in, it's in Pittsburgh. Mayfield is battling an injury. Wyatt Teller, arguably Cleveland's best offensive lineman this year, battling an injury. Don't know if he's going to play. Ogunjobi, the great defensive tackles hurt. Um, who knows if Grady Williams is going to play? I mean, at this point, who cares? They got put on IR. But just a lot of they got they got beat up. Yeah, they got beat up pretty good last week here. So I don't know what kind of you know for that Browns offense to be successful. Mayfield at least needs to be decent in the play action game here and if he's battling injury um especially with this this pittsburgh uh rush i don't know how that's gonna go hopefully they can establish the run game and we can see a good game here um but i'm gonna take pittsburgh minus three and a half in the over 50 i see, and what, you're, I see what you're doing though he's he's he's, sh- he's shutting his bets yeah this is i, I, yeah, I, you know, I know what he's doing I, I should i should just put money on cleveland yeah I, he he wants he wants he wants the little safety net that's nah, cool. i don't want to do that man. I also have them in the tease of the week, but we'll cover that in a little bit. All right. Uh, the next game on the docket, I do not have it, but the Bears versus Carolina is playing. Oh, I got that game. My head's in a pretzel on this one. I, I Bears have been sneaking out wins. It's been close. Teddy's starting to heat up. I don't know what to do with this game. Yeah, I didn't take the game in any of the straights or the parlay. I just took them in the tease, but I'll just analyze the game since it's on one of my cards. Uh, the Bears – Buccaneers game was it was a weird game. It was uh, just weird. I just want to take us rewind real quick. I think someone was talking about that game and worrying the fans of our podcast not to take that game, but yeah, yeah, our other two podcast aficionados uh, decided to take that. And I did. Got a big L. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Brady's weapons are dropping like flies. Uh, started Scotty Miller in fantasy. He put up 0.00. Ooh, bagel. Uh, so that worked out well. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater's looked pretty damn good with uh, Carolina. They looked awesome this week. 
Uh, I think Carolina will win this game. Uh, by how much? I don't know. So that's why I took them in the tees. Nice. Uh, well, a game that everyone took, it is your poopy Jets. Oh, they just got rid of Le'Veon Bell. They're playing Miami this week. Miami's minus eight. I just want to go to a quick uh, artist of mine, Enrique Iglesias. He has a song called uh, The Jets Are Going to Make You Take Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said that. Yeah, you did. So give me Miami minus eight. Yeah, uh, same. Uh, this Jets team is clearly a piece of shit. Um, Fitzpatrick looked unbelievable this week, by the way. Um, I'm sure he's going to want to kind of just shit on his old team real quick because they just gave up on him right after he had a decent season. Uh, give me the Dolphins minus eight. Yep. Now I'm getting kind of worried that now that everybody's got him, it's going to be like a big letdown game or something, and the Jets are going to like make it close at least, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Miami minus eight. Yeah, I mean, Miami's look good, so I'll, I'll, if I lose that, so be it. Yeah, Miami's either competing or winning in every game, so it's, it's weird. Uh, the next game, we all took this one as well, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay, the Rodgers versus Brady show. Um, I like discount double check here, so give me Green Bay minus two. They've yeah. Looked, they look just solid. Analysis like size one. Like that? Yes, discount double check. <laughs> wow. Uh that's pretty much kind of all you need, honestly. This Packers team is scoring at will pretty much. Aaron Rodgers is actually Balanced. doing it without Devontae Adams, but he is back this week. Tampa Bay's all Balanced. of their weapons are hurt. Leonard Fournette doesn't play football. Uh, yeah, Chris Godwin really doesn't play football. So <laughs> basically it's Tom Brady playing with some dudes that played wide receiver in the MAC conference at Bowling Green. And – Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Jones, who just refuses to stop scoring touchdowns, and Devontae Adams is back, and he gets his. So, okay. yep, give me Packers minus two. I like that. I like the picks, guys. Yeah, they the Green Bay Green Bay offense is balanced, man. That's the key. Aaron Rodgers making good decisions, not turning the ball over. Aaron Jones running the ball, scoring touchdowns. Yep. Um, they are they are giving up some points per game. Their defense though, so. isn't great at all. We'll yeah. see here. Yeah, their defense isn't great. They they can no. they can be happy. You guys, you guys you got you guys looking at this over under at all? Fifty four and a half. What do you guys think there? No. Yeah. Uh, if it was, I was I was looking at it. If it was in like the low like fifty uh, upper forties, but fifty four. I'm, I'm leaning over. Pretty. Yeah, I, I would lean over, but yeah, I, I didn't. But I didn't, I, I didn't touch it. No. You gonna touch it? Give it to me. Oh, Second oh, bet. Oh. Over. Let's go. I want it. I want I the discount it. double check, and I want and I want the Brady. I think they're going to play well together here. Man, when was the last time they played? Uh, nope, doing it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That's, That's a good question. Yeah, they normally play. They normally play up to their competition, though. So I expect good games from both of them. So let's. I, I think we'll get some points. So I'm going to go. I'm rolling with the over. Green Bay minus two and the over fifty four and a like half. It. Give it to me. All right, a game that I only took. Um, I'm going to talk you guys into this one. I expect you guys to follow suit. It is the Rams 49ers. Rams are favored, minus three and a half. San Francisco has looked atrocious. They've only beaten the two <laughs> New York teams. The two New York teams. That's the only people they've beaten. Everybody's everybody's beat those teams. <laughs> Give me three and a half. I mean, the Rams all day. This is like a touchdown game waiting to happen, if not a blowout. So, the Rams three and a half all day. Did I talk you into it? 
No, he didn't. Um, I think this last game with the 49ers is a weird one. Um, Jimmy G coming back. uh, They just stopped giving the ball to McKinnon, who is the only player on their team that scored in every single game. Then they gave him the ball once this game. So that makes no sense. Also started him in fantasy. He put up (laughs) 0.5. So between two players, I had 0.5. And that was not fun. But, yeah, I think they bounce back a little bit this week. I don't know if they win, but I think they're going to have a better game than they did against the damn Dolphins. Uh, I just don't know because the Rams have looked shaky at times, and it's a divisional game. You just never really know. Fair enough. Totally agree with that. I'm staying away from this game. Damn, I tried. The last <laughs> game for the podcast, Arizona versus Dallas, Monday night. Oh, yeah. Uh I think this is going to be a close one, three to five points, but I can see this actually going either way, so I didn't touch it. I don't see it going either way. I mean, Andy Dalton is now under helm. He is now the quarterback of the yeah, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Good good, good quarterback, Sal. No, not really. Yeah, but he's got an awesome offense. He does. No, he's, he's a decent quarterback. You can't say Andy Dalton's not a decent quarterback. Yeah. Okay. He's a veteran veteran presence coming into an awesome bunch of numbers. Yeah, he, awesome. He's okay. Awesome. I mean, he's only having a week with the first team reps. Um this team he's is also all pretty season. demoralized after oh. what just happened to them. That injury was very disgusting, and I feel pretty damn bad for Dak Prescott right now because that boy was about to get paid. And the season he was putting I mean, he was averaging 350 yards passing a game. Did you know Zeke's still on the team? Like Zeke's still on the team, yeah. Like he has this awesome, amazing offense that he can just literally throw. Whatever. Well, keep it's going. not just, just the offense though. At this going. point, it's it's also what their defense, thinking? which literally almost just lost to the Giants. Um, I'm going to take the under in this game because I think uh, Dalton for first no. week coming in, and I think no it's, I think we're looking under 54 and a half. Wow! Holy smokes! Wow! I couldn't disagree. I also, more. but I also do have Arizona minus two and a half because they're in my parlay. Fair enough. I I could not disagree more on that under. Yeah. Um. I Arizona minus two and a half. Like I said, I, this is going to be a close game. I think either side. I just don't know which side. But I that under is putrid. Fifty four and a half. I like it. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, since you got the uh, the teaser. Wrong last week. Let me hear the semi-hot teaser of the week. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Listen, we, we had a good run. We had a good run. We were 19 for 20 in total picks on the teaser. We're not going to let it keep us down, though. But before I touch on the teaser, I got to just recap everyone on the parlay so they know what it is. We got Arizona minus 2.5, Baltimore minus 7.5, Packers minus 2. That's the parlay. But the big point, what everyone wants to know, is the teaser of the week. Teaser of the week. We have the Ravens plus four and a half. It's the Ravens versus Philly. Easy. We already covered it. Don't need to say anything more. The one I will talk a little bit more about is Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus eight and a half on the teaser. Why? Because if the Browns do win this game, it's definitely only by seven points. I agree. It's not going to be by 10. It's not going to be by nine. It's going to be by seven. It's going to be a close game. So we're going to be good there. Um, Jets, Miami. We're going under 59 and a half. Why? Because the Jets might put zero points up. And I don't think Miami can put up 59 and a half. So we'll be okay with that. And last, I'm taking Chicago 
plus 14 and a half because I feel like if they lose, it's probably by 14, not by 15. That's the teaser of the week. Yeah, good uh, football number. I'll take it. Cutting it close on some of this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into some NCAA football and size. You can skip the recap. Let's just do the recap. <laughs> uh, Johnny and size. We both went an even keel three and three. Johnny's record five and four. Size four and six. Cam. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> little little one one and four action. Ooh, overall, these overall record one and five. <laughs> A little hot in these rhinos. Ouch. The pocketbook is burning in college football. Yeah, I told you guys I was shooketh with these with these. I, games. I agree. They've been hard. Um, They've been I actually hard. I actually went I killed it on Saturday in Vigit. I did not kill it in our <laughs> podcast picks. Because I just on Saturday in Vigit, you know what I did, boys? I just ran with the overs. And you know what? There's a theme in my picks this week. So <laughs> we'll get to that. But Holy smokes. Yeah. The only yeah, the only bet I hit on our podcast picks was literally the <laughs> overpick. So that was it. And the I'll tell you what, I was all jacked up for that for the for the two lane green wave. They there's oh, they had the turnovers, they were scoring off the turnovers, and then Houston just goes, hey, oh wait, hey, we remember how to play football in the second half. They stopped turning the ball over and they started putting up points. And then there goes yeah. Green wave, and then it just became the green puddle. <laughs> Shout out my sister. She was not happy with your pick of the green wave since she lives in Houston. So <laughs> she was all about go Coog, and she texted me on Saturday and just said go Coog. And <laughs> well, speaking of the two lane waves, I went back to the green wave. I'm going back. They're playing no. SMU this weekend. What'd you do? Um, I'm not doing what you think. I <laughs> uh, Tulane, <laughs> Tulane got way overexcited they they got so many points off turnovers yeah. i do not think that's going to happen against smu and the spread's only six and a half um i'm taking smu minus six and a half here yeah I'm doing the same. yeah smus look very good this season i'm gonna take them six and a half i think they I'm, honestly i could see them winning by two scores three scores potentially in this game Tulane, they could score um but i went with six and a half for smu hold the phone boys uh-oh. Uh-oh. SMU looks like they got a football team again. <laughs> they do. Hold the f- yeah. You know, I got the same pick. I'm going. You know, the the green puddle completely let me down. I'm not picking them again. This season. No shot. <laughs> green puddle. <laughs> SMU minus six and a half all day. They've averaged they're averaging 559 yards per game, 44 points per game. Boys, what do you think about this over 64 and a half? Yeah or nay? I'm leaning the over, but I was too shook to take it. I'm I'm shooketh too. I think that's I think we could see some points in this game, but honestly the, the only reason what what when I watched the game, when I watched Tulane last week against Houston, they just couldn't they couldn't get a drive together. The only way they put up points is if they got the turnovers and when they weren't getting turnovers they weren't scoring points and that makes me really nervous. So I can't do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roll with you over here. Ooh. Ooh. But the green puddle, you're not going to go with the green puddle. No, I got SMU uh, all day. The green puddle, okay. the green puddle is not my good graces right now. The next game on the docket, the number one team in the nation, Clemson, tag ass. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> oh. So the spread this week is twenty minus twenty seven and a half, or minus twenty seven to Clemson. Um, I am actually going to back the points in this one. I'm backing Georgia Tech. Clemson is coming off a big win against Miami last week. 
Um, I can see this, you know, them slowing down a little bit, taking the foot off the pedal just a slight bit. I don't see it being like a, like their Georgia Tech's going to make it a fucking game. I just think it's going to be like between 18 and 20 point win. I'm predicting about a 40 to 20 prediction for the win. So I'm going to take it Georgia Tech plus 27. Oh, not so fast. Not so fast. Um, Clemson or so. <laughs> I'm taking Clemson minus 27. And no I will tell way. you why. They routed Miami this week. Pretend. Georgia, Georgia, uh, I think we now yeah, know for sure that yeah. Miami is a pretender. Yep, yep. Um, Georgia Tech and Louisville game looked like it was going to be a Louisville blowout. But then all of a sudden, Georgia Tech came out of left field and scored 40 points. Dropped a 40 burger, 49 burger on them and <laughs> won. Uh, but that's Louisville. We're not talking Louisville now. We're talking Clemson. We're talking Big Daddy, Trevor Lawrence. Probably going to be a Jet or a Giant. Put it this way, that, boy, that guy is going to be playing quarterback in New York next season. Uh, Clemson by 27. I think they win big. Fair enough. Big. To, you know what? I, I It kills me, but Sizemore's, Sizemore's uh, analysis here is exactly what I got. You look at Clemson all year. The only team that I mean, obviously they they smoked the shit out of Miami. They beat them good, but they they haven't put up over forty nine points all year. The only time they put up forty nine points is against Citadel. I even if they put up forty nine points against Georgia Tech, I still see Georgia Tech putting up seventeen twenty points of their own. I don't see clemson beating him by 27 I, I totally agree i think it's a two to three touchdown game maybe 24 i don't think they beat him by 27 so i'm going to take georgia tech plus 27 here let's go mm. don't like that the next game on the docket john you and i took it it's the cincinnati tulsa game yeah cincinnati is favored here minus three tulsa's they're coming off a big upset win against ucf um, I think they are just partying their asses off down in Tulsa. That was two weeks ago, though. Two, it was two weeks ago. I agree. Two week rager, though. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I mean, how many keggers can you have in a two week time frame? Quite a bit. But the Cincinnati team has been just rolling all year. I mean, they're they've won four of the last five meetings against Tulsa. Um, I, you're not going to see Tulsa had a lot of turnovers against UCF. I don't see that happening against Cincinnati here. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus three. Yeah, I did take the game, but I did not take a side. I just went with the points. Give me over 45. Tulsa can put up a few points. Defense looked good against UCF. Cincinnati has, again, been rolling. They do score quite a bit. So I think 45 is kind of a safe number for an over in this game. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think Cincinnati definitely wins. But uh, I think there's definitely going to be some scoring, so give what me 45. What is that over? 45? 45. I'm taking it. Yep. There yep. you go. You talked me into it. Reeled them right the fucking. Cam, do you tell, you're you going to jump in on this train with us? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If there's one thing I'm confident in, it's the over, especially 45 in college football. Just give that to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it just when I looked at it, I was like, "Yeah, I'm taking this." Yeah. Like, this is a no fucking brainer. I yep, didn't see that, and I like it. Uh, the next game, I I only took this one. Maybe I can talk you guys into it. It is the Howell Bees. <laughs> it's UNC versus Florida State. UNC's favored minus eight here. Florida State's just meh. Um, but team this sucks. UNC team, 
Oh, they showed up last week and they shelled out. They beat the shit out of Virginia Tech. Give me UNC. I mean, they gave up a lot of points. They beat up, they've been well loving, man. Chill out. Yeah. 56-45. Hey, hey guess, what, <laughs> guess what the spread was last week? Minus five. Guess what minus 11 is? Better than minus five. Hey, you know what? We just have to talk about your terminology with beating the shit out of people. That's, that's fine. You can All say right, they won. Fair enough. I just got hyped. I got. I was <laughs> I on the howl. I, I, was on the howl I appreciate the hype. Yeah, the hype how the how hype train is in the building. I'm with you. The boy is slinging it. I'll give you that. I was really excited, guys. Really excited. That's okay. I, I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, you kind of maybe sort of kind of did just pull me in. Oh yes. Uh, what is the spread? Because you like Howell. I'm a big Howell guy. I, I would eight. not like. I would not mind seeing him in some green and white. And you hate Florida State. I hate them. I love their colors. Minus but- eight. Oh, yeah. UNC. Put it on the card. Yeah, UNC. Let's go. I'm writing it right now. Minus eight. Check. We hooked line in sinker. Yep. Reeled me in on that one real good. Cam? Yeah, I mean, FSU is terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. It's at FSU. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I can't see UNC not winning by eight points here. God. You guys, you guys should feel uncomfortable that I'm agreeing with you here, too, by the way, with my record. Just uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, shit. No, see the thing is, is you just can't make the decisions. Ah, yeah, you got to yeah, go yeah, with yeah. you got to go with the team. I did. I I not, did. Not I will say decisions. I've I saw a little bit of UNC. They look. I mean, their offense looks great, and I saw a little bit of FSU, and their team looks bad, just bad. So I'm on board. I'll, I'll roll yeah. with it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. The last game I got on my docket, it's it's Boston College. It's Virginia Tech. Boston College. Or sorry, Virginia Tech's minus eleven and a half point favorites. But hold the horses. BC's got themselves a coach. Wait, and it comes eleven point favorites? Yeah. Whoa. And guess what? BC's got themselves a coach. It's called Jeff Halfley. He came from Ohio State, co-defensive coordinator. <laughs> Let's go. Uh they are three and zero against the spread as the underdog. BC is. Um, and BC's eleven and a half point underdogs. Give it to me all day. Yep, I'm putting it on my card. <laughs> I mean, BC, they, they've kind of done me wrong, and I, I've been doubting them. And uh, uh, that that stops now. They, I mean, they can keep it close, right? Yeah, so, just, yeah. just don't lose by two touchdowns. Yeah. Lose by 10, that's, fu- that's fine. Lose by 10, that's fine. Cam, I know, I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll join. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of points. A lot of points, plus, plus 11 and a half. Man. <laughs> A lot of good analysis coming out of this corner <laughs> over here. To, that I mean, love the coach. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. You know what else I'm, you know I'm going to do here, we too? It's the over-under is 62. I'm, pro- I'm going to go with the under. I'm, I'm making moves. Whoa. That's a high, that's a high of over-under. I kind of like it, though. I'm gonna stay away from it. I, I, I just like I just like Jeff Halfley, so I'm gonna think he's gonna keep it close. All right, what else you guys got? Oh, I went with the oh, Notre Dame Louisville game. Ooh, I saw this one. I I hated it. I you know I, why? I flopped on it. Notre Dame's kind of good. Yeah, but 17. That's a lot of points to rely on one heavy team, Johnny. But <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go minus 17. <laughs> <laughs> we're no. gonna do it. <laughs> Notre go Dame fuck minus right off 17. Of that. No, thank you. Come on, just come on the train with me, bro. <laughs> come on, let's ride this train. 
No, no one's taking it. They won by 16 against Florida State. So I'm a little <laughs> shaky about this because Florida State somehow put up 26. But uh, Louisville, they pissed me right the fuck off last week. Like, bad. I was, I was very angry about it. So this is more of like a spite bet towards Louisville. So Notre Dame minus 17. What else you got? Um, let's see. I took Texas A&M Mississippi State game. That Texas A&M game, thank you for covering me, the Aggies. I think it was like their first top 10 victory in like long time. fucking 40 years yeah. at Kyle Field or something like that. Um, yeah, I stuck with the Texas A&M train again. Mississippi State put up two points against Kentucky. Fuck. They put up two Last points. Last week. The air raid offense hasn't hasn't showed up anywhere in two weeks. Nope. So Texas A&M, is really give good them when you minus two throw interceptions on the goal line or in the end zone. I think that's the best way to do it. That. <laughs> That was one of my oh, most frustrating things all week. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way they're going to put up two points, two, against Kentucky. And they, they, did, they did it. Yeah, literally two. No. Yeah. No, no uh, are you taking um, that game, Kim? Sounds like you kind of want touching them. Stay away from Mississippi State Damn. at all costs. Well, I think I'll get you on this one. I am looking, and I'm looking good at the Alabama-Georgia game. One, just overall really excited to watch this game. Two versus three. Let's go. Two versus three. Alabama, pretty wild game last week. They Ole Miss could have done it. They could, they could have done it. I'm way too scared to take either Alabama or Georgia in this game, but I like in the over. If Ole Miss can put up what they did, I think Georgia can do something close to it. Over-under is 57.5. I'm looking at the over. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked at this game first off. I think it's minus 6.5 for Alabama. I could see this being like Alabama – winning by a lot but then i could also see alabama like georgia playing good defense winning by like three and i was like huh yeah i'm really it's a weird game in terms of like picking a side but that's why i was like eh, let's just play it safe just so i have something to really enjoy while watching it give me the over i'll be the under oh fuck i I, i've been looking at this game for hours now and i still i still don't know what to do like I don't that 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 line is so huge for a rivalry game for two versus three six six points. I mean that's crazy because first of all I'm leaning towards Bama winning this game just because Saban simply doesn't lose to his assistant coaches. He's twenty two and zero. But I mean that Bama offense looks unstoppable. I mean Najee Harris. I mean he just looked he looked literally untackable. I mean that that Alabama line. But Georgia looks is easily going to be the best defense they played. Georgia looks like they're an elite team on in their own right. They can put up some points. Um, I also see this being a rivalry game and them not scoring any points and it being like twenty to seventeen. So I don't know, man. I I think I'm staying away from this one, John. I'm just going to enjoy watching this. I don't think I can. I don't think I can go either way. I can't convince myself on the over, the under, or either either spread. I can't do anything here. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form am I confident in this pick. I just really wanted to, to pick a, a a bet on it to enjoy while watching it. Like, if I lose it, I lose it. But if I win it and it's a good game, then it's just cloud nine. So oh, I understand. Yeah. It's yeah. just, hey, game's on. It's the, watching uh, as a fan. What, what time's that game? Is it the night game? It should. Yeah. It damn well should be. Uh, yeah, it is. All right, good. Yeah. So I'll be betting on Vigit. So. Oh. 100% going to be hammering that. But <laughs> I'm just too scared elsewhere. You guys oh, ready yeah. for my last pick? You guys ready? You guys ready for this? Let's talk about it. Yeah, so gonna... I got a mm-hmm. lot of flack from my pick against Houston last week. All right? Got a lot of got a lot of texts. Oh. Got a, the Morgan clan was not <laughs> happy with me. They're you know, Houston residents. <laughs> 
And you know, I already gave you my spiel about the green puddle and how they let me down. But you know what? Houston, second half of that game, looked good. They're dogs in this game. Underdogs, plus five and a half versus BYU. And I think I'm going to go with the Cougar bandwagon here, boys. I think I'm jumping on it. I'm going to take Houston plus five and a half. I think, I think I'm going to do it. And then on top of that, the over-under here is 62 and a half. I'm going with the over. Mm. Whoa. Double. I don't I don't know. I'm doing it. BYU is putting up BYU is putting up points. Houston put up points. They just as long as Houston doesn't turn the ball over a bunch of times, I think they have a really good shot at beating BYU number one. Two, I think if they do lose, I think the over covers it here. So they just they can lose. They just can't lose by more than five. That's it. And the great words of Tony Romo. I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> I think I might be spy betting this and might go against my sister. Um, oh, gonna, your sister is going to hate your I'm gonna guts. Do it. We're going to go BYU minus five. Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, the half point doesn't scare me. Let's five go. And- BYU minus five and a half. Oh, he's on the board. Let's go. I mean, Zach Wilson is, is simply playing football over at BYU, slinging 1,241 yards, eight touchdowns, one interception. But you know what? My guy Toon from the Cougs, <laughs> second half looked good. I'm a big, I'm a big Cougar guy. Oh, we know, we know you're a huge. Oh, it's just I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm in. I'm. I've completely changed my. I've, I've completely flipped. I'm a flip flopper. I went, I went with the Green Wave last week. I'm a Cougar guy this week. Let's go, Cougs Let's plus go. five and a half over. 62 and a half. Give it to me. All right. All right, boys. Last but not least. Well, last but not least, this is the last week without Big Ten. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Ohio State football one week from Saturday. Let's go. I think my card next week might just be strictly Big Ten. I can't do that. I I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, no idea. (laughs) Just all. It's easy. Just all the overs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like iowa then it's under city yeah. <laughs> yeah. seven three good game yeah game. all right epl boys let's get into it size more well we, yeah you know give yeah. us the recap why not it's a recap from two weeks ago we had international break in between but johnny went one and one Ooh. overall record three and ten oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh he did hit a big Big bet. It was the Tottenham plus two seventy five. Plus two seventy five over Man United. Uh, hey, save size, the card. Save the card, JMO. This might have saved my season so far. <laughs> size went four and three overall record thirteen and nine. I also hit that Tottenham plus two seventy nine, so that helped. And Cam went four and one overall record oh. eleven and six. Bounce back week. Well, lead us off. What do we got? All right, first uh, we all have this one. It's a popular one. It's going to be a doozy of a game. I'm looking forward to it. It's a Liverpool versus Everton game. Um, both these teams, I mean, they're scoring. Liverpool's looked a little shaky, though. Uh, they got smoked by Austin Villa two weeks ago. Um, this Everton team, I keep talking about them, that midfield with the, the ads that they had during the midfield, James Rodriguez. Uh, he's been just cooking. Adam in fantasy, he is cooking. <laughs> um, I like this Everton team. I like it over three. I think Liverpool score. I think Ever- Everton score. Over three is a lock for me. Um, and then I'm also going to take Everton money line here. Uh, it was plus 273, and I'm, I'm more just going for the money. I think it's going to be a good game, but if Everton could pull it out, I'll, I'll take some extra, mo- extra money in my pocket. 
Yeah, uh, I do like this game a lot. I think it's going to be a very good game to watch for sure, this Everton team. I think Calvert-Lewin is just – he's on some shit right he's now. He's on a different planet, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> Hame is good. And, well, uh, big, big ad. I mean, Allen, Allen has been the biggest yeah. ad in that. He's been solid in the mid, in the midfield for them. Yeah. So. Uh, and strictly because I think if any other time Liverpool wins this game, and I think they win it easy, but because of how good Everton has looked, I'm going with the draw. Oh. Plus 300 okay. on the draw. I'm thinking you, a 2-2 draw. You want the money just like I did? Money uh, it's a money pick. It's a money pick. But, yep, plus 300 draw. Cam, I know you got something to say about this. Yeah, I mean, my full analysis here is Everton stinks, always will stink. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all really I have to say about that. Other than that, it's goals, 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 baby. Mane, Thiago are back for Liverpool. That changes the whole dynamic of this team. Um, yeah, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't think Allison's going to play, and that's just if Allison's not in goal, I am so uncomfortable betting anything with an under with Liverpool because I think they're going to score, and I think Everton does too. So goals, goals, goals. Give me the over three. I'm not touching the money line. I'm not touching the spread. I could see this going either way. Um, I'm hoping that Liverpool has a huge bounce back game. Um, I think they kind of had a look look ahead ski. They're like, yeah, we got an international break coming. We got Villa. We never lose the Villa. And then we got Everton after that. And I think they were kind of looking ahead. They didn't have Mane. They didn't have Allison. And I think they just got waxed. So big bounce back game for Liverpool here. I think they do pull it out. But I'm going to go with the over. I'm not. I'm betting with my head, not my heart here. Fair enough. All right. All right. Uh, I, I, I like it. Like I said, both of us took the, just the money action. Another money action. It's, uh, it's coming against the Newcastle versus Man United game. Oh, I didn't touch it. Newcastle. Moneyline favorites here is plus 369. Newcastle's sneaky look good this season. And Man United, Ali has this team in a downward spiral. <laughs> Woodward has said that he is going to shit can Ali as soon as he loses this game, I think. <laughs> and I think they lose. Or at least uh, I'll put extra money in my pocket if they do lose. Um, that would be a huge win. <laughs> I'm going to take Newcastle Moneyline, but... Just the inconsistency of Man United is just mind-boggling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, the over/under is two and a half, and these teams can score. Man United, they at least get a goal, if not two, a game. So that almost covers the two and a half. And Newcastle's been been scoring pretty good as well. So I'm going to take the over/under at two and a half. Yeah. I, the only reason I didn't touch this game is because of how bad Man United played against Tottenham. I mean, Tottenham put up six on them, six-one. Uh, Newcastle, yeah, they have looked good, but it's like I've. It's the more of the inconsistency factor of Man United. I feel like they can easily just come out and just wax this. But like, I don't know. So I was like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just going to run I'm away staying, from it. I'm staying, away. I'm staying away too. After international break, I don't know. You could see a different Man U team. Who knows? Yeah. I'm staying away. Fair enough. A uh, game that we all have, the Austin Villa versus Leicester game. The Rochester. Um Villa, Bob just – Put up seven against Liverpool. They, they've been cooking. Uh, Leicester's been cooking on the goal line as well. So I'm going to take in over two and a half here. Goals, 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 goals. Fardy's got five. Watkins and Graylish for Villa has three apiece. Goals, that two and a half. Give it to me. Thank you. Well, I have a parlay alert. Whoa! <laughs> Based on the Leicester Aston Villa game. And I will tell you what I'm picking. I am picking Leicester on the money line, minus two, 121. 
with the over two and a half. These are two of the top goals for in the EPL this year. I think Leicester has 12, SDV has 11 total goals. So give me that parlay, minus 121 on the money line for Leicester and over two and a half. Good parlay. Nice. Good parlay. Like it. Good parlay. Another game that we all have is my team, the Blues, Chelsea versus Southampton. Uh, Chelsea's starting to come back. Um, they're getting that offense going. I, I think Ziyech is finally going to play this week. Um, he's going to be a big help in the midfield, uh, linking up between the mid and the forwards. Um, the over-under is three here. I really like that. Southampton has probably a goal in them. Um, Thanks. The, yeah, Ings. Yep, Ings will get one. Starting goalkeeper for Chelsea, Mendy, who they just got, is injured. So we have to put Keppa back into the net, and oh we all know Keppa. He likes to make mistakes. So I don't like any type of Chelsea trying to win or Southampton <laughs> trying to win. Strictly over on both those goals. Yeah. Over. Yep. Give it to me. Easy. Over all day. God, my analysis. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Stellar analysis. Uh, the, the next game. Is the Tottenham versus <laughs> a West Ham game? Yeah, I don't like this game. Oh, uh, let's go! Let's go, Spuds. Uh, again, I I don't know. Mourinho's got this team cooking, but I, I I said a couple weeks ago at any point he could just completely shift this team. But I still like over two and a half here. West Ham's been scoring as well, um, so I'm going to take the over two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Tottenham's been scoring. Uh, Put up five against Southampton, six against Man U. Um, I think they get two in this, maybe three. Um, I don't know what side is going to win because West Ham has looked good. Antonio finally got on the board for West Ham last week or two weeks ago. Um, I think that's going to get him going a little bit. Uh, I like the over two and a half. I was way too shooketh to bet on top. Fair enough. Next game, this is another money play for me. Um, it's the Wolves Leeds game. Uh, Leeds have been cooking as well. Um, Wolves have looked a little shaky at times, but I'm going to go to a draw in this one. Um, I see Wolves keeping it close. Um, the draw was at plus 214, so I'm going to take the draw there. All right. All right. Yeah. I didn't touch it, but I'm, I kind of like that. It, it does have draw written all over it. Yeah, Oops. I like it. Yeah. Sure does. I'm, I'm totally okay with the draw as long as it's 2-2. Two, two. I'm going over. It's two and a quarter. Leeds scores goals. Bamford, Gasta, Wolves, who knows? Goals, goals, goals. Over two and a half. <laughs> over two and a quarter. Give it to me. <laughs> goals, goals, goals. That's all I have. What do you got? I have one more game, and I want to talk about it. It sounds pretty good. And it's a money play. Oh, boy. Man City, Arsenal. Okay. Well, let me tell you, De Bruyne is out, not yeah. playing. Man City will not be with De Bruyne. And based off that alone, I want Arsenal on the money line. Man City hasn't looked great. Arsenal's looked pretty good. I think they can squeak one out. If there's ever a time they're going to squeak this out, it's going to be this week. And I can tell you another reason why. Arsenal on the money line is plus 575. Ooh, boy. So, Arsenal money line plus 575. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I really need to hit this because I'm 3 and 10 and I got to make up some money. <laughs> yeah, I think in overall, like you're, you're minus, minus like 500. Ooh, so, so this, this can help. Yeah, that, that, could, that could bring you back. 
Yeah. I don't know what you I might did I reel anybody in? No, huh? Absolutely not. I, I keep playing out the back. Absolutely not. No. They're that that you, just plays right into Man City's hands. No thank you. You kinda you five seventy five is and they can win this they, game. They, could they win, can like, win this game. Man City has not looked good. That's true. Oh man, I I kinda I kinda like it. Uh, I have too many money plays in this one. I, I got to stay away. I have, I have too many money plays. Otherwise, I think I might have. Yeah. I mean, that's all I got. I don't know if Cam has any more of these games. I got one more, I boys. I got one more. Oh, baby. I, I, can't, I can't believe no one's talked about this one. seems like an easy one to me because it's the Crystal Palace-Brighton game. Pick them. It's a pick them game. And I'm going to take the money line, Crystal Palace, plus 164. Ooh. No problem. I don't. I'm not sure. I, I I'm confused. I mean, this obviously has a draw written all over it as well, so I could be just screwed here. But you know what? I like Crystal, Crystal Palace. Definitely been playing better than Brighton. Brighton's at the bottom of the table. They're what one in three? Yeah, they're one in three. They don't give up a ton of goals, but I see Crystal Palace sneaking this one out one one zero two one something like that. So money line Crystal Palace plus one sixty four. They got a fucking tie against Chelsea. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's a good pick. I like that. I'm not gonna take it, but I like it. That's it. That's all I got. Good. Is you guys that all good? good. Yeah. No, good. I'm I'm bet out. John, take us out. All right. Look out for our posts later today on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter at Banged Up Bets. Our next podcast will be next Wednesday, 1021, where we will look over the MLB playoffs, college football, NFL, and EPL. So you'd know and and foot. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, comment, get all the banged up latest we out let's go